On today's episode of the Locked On Texan Podcast, y'all know where we're going. Straight to them YouTube comments to kick off the show. Got to talk about Christian Harris. Will he be on the field on Sunday? Stay tuned for today's Locked On Texan Podcast. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to a Friday edition of the Locked On Texan Podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more, more props, more odds, more lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. I'm John Hickman, joined by, of course, Cody Davis. Got to start the show off, uh, sending some love, man, over to. Our guy, Mitch, Mitch hmm. Bennett, uh, right now his dad isn't doing too well, um, has an illness, prostate cancer, it's terminal. And so, you know, one thing Cody and I really believe in is prayer works, man. So hmm. you catch this show, whether you watch it on YouTube, whether you're listening in your car, no matter where you are, take time out to just send one up to the man upstairs. For Mitchell Bennett's dad, we're praying for you too here at the Locked On Texas podcast, man. So, and Mitch been down since day one. <laughs> so, if you know about them day ones and the day one love, we are gonna continue to show day one love. And one thing I like about Mitch, after he let us know what's going on, you know what he said, guys, go Texans. And that's why we are here to talk about those Houston Texans. But before we do, we are hopping in the YouTube comments. First and foremost, Cody, streets. Uh, with the recognition, with the you know the love you were getting, whether it was on Twitter, whether it was in the uh, YouTube comments, after we finish our journey with sports, you may want to go to Vegas and be you know uh, a very small impersonator. Everybody loved it. If you guys didn't catch it, it was the just Tuesday. hit the roll, Jack. Of they course, the, the Tuesday Jack. episode. The Tuesday episode of the Locked On Texas podcast. You can find it on Twitter. And if you guys normally listen to it and don't watch it, please, you, I mean, you can find it on YouTube. Go look at it on YouTube and how we started that show. Cody with the Ray Charles impersonation. What was your, what was your energy for that? What was the inspiration? I mean, of course, we know Jack used to be, but you know, Ray Charles is like the father of of blues. You know, and, and it, it wasn't really a blue day, but you kind of killed it. <laughs> well, well, look, John, you know me. You called me old, and it's all. It, and a part old. of the reason why is because, but you're older than me by like two, three weeks. But we're not going to go neither here or there. But you called me old, and a lot of it has to do with my music taste. You know, I love. I'm a Michael Jackson fanatic. Also love Prince, Whitney Houston, Luther Vandross, and in my second tier, I also love Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder. And with Jack Easterby leaving, his name is Jack. One of my favorite songs is Hit the Road, Jack. I'm like, man, let me pull out my sunglasses and give a special tribute to one of my favorite artists of all time in Ray Charles. So I'm just so glad everybody liked it. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, I was actually wondering whether or not I should post that. And John was like, man, you killed it. You might as well. Then I look back on it, I say, yeah, I'm going to keep it. 
Listen, man, I would have been in Motown back in the day if it was me, you know, in terms of whether or not a hit is a hit. But uh, everybody loved it. I loved it, too. Super glad that we got that out. Now, Dark Side DJ Catastrophe. Okay. Hmm. All right. You know, I love y'all YouTube names, man, but what happened to the simple, you know, <laughs> whatever. Shout John out to Smith. Dark Side DJ. <laughs> Uh, I got I got to really I, I'm highlighting this because I think this is not a good idea. But he said that we need to draft talent next year. I agree with that. However, the, mm-hmm. the next statement is where eyebrows may raise. Sign Sam Darnold to a one year proven contract and draft Caleb Williams. Uh, Caleb Williams. Uh, I've seen a lot of Caleb Williams. He played in the Big Twelve last year. Had a phenomenal year. Transferred over with Lincoln Riley at USC. Excuse me. He's lighting it up right now. But it's that middle part. I, I don't think Houston should sign Sam Darnold to no one-year deal. If you're going to sign mm-hmm. the likes of Sam Darnold, you know what I think you should go ahead and just do? What? Just keep Davis Mills on your roster. Do you want to you take that or bring it in Sam Darnold to Houston? I don't think that fit. Like, I don't think Davis Mills fits Houston, the culture that the city of Houston has. Uh, Sam Darnold ain't gonna do no much better. So at the very least, if you got a backup, you gotta you gotta have a backup that you at least the fan base likes a little bit to embrace him as a backup. It ain't gonna be Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold needs to play for a team in New Hampshire or something. I could see his vision though, and hmm. I get what you I, I I get what you're saying. Like if you're going to bring in a quote unquote bridge quarterback because that is what Sam Darnold would be. Of course, will be a bridge quarterback. You might as well keep Davis Mills. However. When you take a look at the talent that we are seeing in Caleb Williams as of right now at USC, um, that guy has something special. But I also do believe that Caleb Williams might be one of those quarterbacks, one of those prospects quarterback who might benefit red-shirting his rookie season in the NFL. So I, I see his vision, and I get it why you say, you know, you sign Sam Darnold to a one-year deal because that would give him an opportunity to to showcase the 2023 campaign as an audition to the rest of the teams who might need a veteran quarterback, you know, see if he could, you know, get a restart on his career. And in a situation like that, I would say possibly move on from Davis Mills because you don't want to put either Caleb or Davis in a position to where the following year, let's say for the sake of this argument, um, Sam Darnold signs with, I don't know, the New Orleans Saints because they need a quarterback, unfortunately. And next thing you know, it's like, well, who's going to be the quarterback, Caleb or Davis? Davis or Caleb? And then it's going to create some divide. Whoever the Houston Texans go with, then it's probably going to hamper their development as a quarterback. So I I, I get I, I get where he's going. I'm, I'm not opposed to it. I'm, to, I'm not going to say I'm 100%. To play devil's but, advocate, I do feel like if Houston – <laughs> you know, depending on how high they draft the quarterback, the writing is on that wall. Davis Mills already understands that I didn't do enough. And going into the next offseason, I got to compete. If I don't compete, well, I know where I'll be on the depth chart or I know that I may be looking for another team. So whether it's Sam Darnold or not or Davis Mills, he got to get the job done for the next couple of games to end out this year. I can't wait to talk about that. Now, Jacob Hopkins, man. Speaking of Hopkins, D Hop is back. Hmm. Dropped that cold uh I'm back video. I thought that was pretty dope. Shout out to whoever made that video. Uh give Lamar 260 million guaranteed. 
Would you guarantee 260? It's tempting. It's tempting. Put it like this. Are you going to upgrade the wide receiver position? How are you going to upgrade it? Because the Texans, they're going to have the money now. Look, what you said a couple weeks ago when I brought up the, you know, just using Odell Beckham as an example of, you know, the Houston Texans having money, having an opportunity to enhance their wide receiving core. You mentioned it. Odell's not a culture guy here in the city of Houston. Uh, Lamar Jackson is not a culture guy here in the city of Houston. However, if he, you know, is considering Houston, I would say if you could upgrade that wide receiving core, why not? Because he's going to keep the chains moving, which is going to you. give the defense a rest. <laughs> I'm glad you said if you're going to, you know, upgrade the wide receiving court, that will be partially of what I bring up later in the show. Can't wait to talk about Christian Harris, whether or not he's going to be on the field this upcoming Sunday. And should Houston make a move? We'll hint at that for next week, but it will be on today's show. All right, everybody, here's a sports analogy for you. When it comes to burglars, you know, the guys that want to take what you work hard for, your home is like the end zone, touchdown and or pick six, and you need the absolute strongest defense you can muster. That's why I use and I'm recommending Simply Safe Home Security. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. It's cutting edge technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back so you always know your home is safe with 24 7 professional monitoring simply safe agents call you the moment a threat is real <clears throat> and they detect it dispatch police or first responders in the emergency uh, in an emergency even if you're not at home or you cannot be reached simply safe blankets your home and protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and outside of your home, and smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real. And they even have hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. F R E E free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL to learn more. Simply Safe. That's no, there's no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to this Friday installment of Locked On Texans. And every single week or every two weeks, it's always seemed like there is a favorite topic. Everybody is just hoping and praying that the Houston Texans either do this or do that. And as of right now, we're all hoping that the Houston Texans do one particular thing following the bye week, and that is to get Christian Harris on the field. And ladies and gentlemen, on Wednesday, Lovey Smith, Lovey Smith was asked about Christian Harris' development. He said it's going well. He's continuing to trend in the right direction. And when asked, will Christian Harris make his NFL debut Sunday against the Las Vegas Raiders? Lovey Smith said, possibly. John, 
listeners and viewers, I'm going to take that as a yes. However, I do expect if he does make his NFL debut, he's going to be on limited snaps. And it's easy to understand why. Once again, this is a guy who, outside of this week and the week prior to the bye week, he really wasn't at practice due to a very severe hamstring injury. However, John, when you hear the news that Christian Harris could possibly make a return, not only does that not only does that make you excited, but what? do you would consider to be a realistic goal for Harris if yeah. he has an opportunity on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, <clears throat> and, and how you put it, man, they listen, everybody is anticipating Harris on that field, hmm. but you got to mix it up a little bit. He should play some special teams on Sunday, right? You got to take it slow a little bit. Don't want to rush him out there. 15 to 20 snaps, I think is very uh, doable. And I think those 15 to 20 snaps, can be very meaningful not only for Christian Harris and getting him used to game speed, but also it can be very impactful for your defense. I like it. They take they took their time. At one point, I didn't think we was going to see Christian Harris at all this year. <laughs> uh, I'm on record by saying that, but it's good to see him out on the field, right, which is what we we're anticipating for Sunday. It's good to see what Houston have in that young linebacker Right? What role can he feel? Will they use him at the mic? Will it be the Sam? Will it be the wheel? Will they give Desmond King a break, who's been out there on the field a lot as a slot corner, kind of helping down in the box? Um, because, you know, there's been Kamu and Kirksey out there, right? So just to kind of see how Houston will switch it up if Lovey Smith and that defense and Miles Smith will switch it up, right? So that's important. And I got to tell you, another reason why this is important, going to go ahead and transition to our next conversation, is you really got to see what you got in Christian Harris because will Houston look to get younger at the linebacker position? And doing that, will they move on from maybe a Kamu or maybe a Christian Kirksey? Maybe they look for a trade partner before the deadline, right? So I think that's a – you know, just thinking outside of the box just a little bit, I don't think that's too far-fetched, but I think that's important for Houston to see, you know, can we, if we want to be competitive, can we afford to move on from one of our two veteran linebackers, right? Gary Wallow has been playing the last couple of games. They still got Hanson. They still got Cashman. They still have uh, Maven Reeves, right? So, Maybe Houston does look to move on, but I think overall this is the day that a lot of Houston Texas fans have been looking forward to. You and I have been looking forward to that. The last time we saw him play meaningful football was in that national championship game, and I think that's why Houston likes him. So, you know, and don't base don't base linebacker him out. You know, get him active. Let him go chase the quarterback. Right, you're going up against a, a Vegas Raiders team that if you get out to Derek Carr a little bit. You know, you might ruffle them, and that offense may crumble, especially if you look at the likes of Josh Jacobs, if he's not running the ball well, which he has in the last two games. You want to win this game. It's very possible to do so. Allow your athletes to be athletes and make plays. 
I knew we was going to eventually see Christian Harris. I thought it would have been a little bit later on in the season, i.e. like they did with Garrett Wallow last year. But, John, I do like the fact that they are putting him out there this early because I'm looking at this from a standpoint. You know, with the Houston Texans sitting at 1-3-1, one, and one, I do believe they lose one, maybe two more games, and they're going to go the same route as they went last year to where, okay, we're not good. We're rebuilding. Let's see what we got with our young guys. Let's get them some experience and see whether or not they could be a foundational piece to this rebuild. The sooner you get Christian Harris to go out there, the sooner he can go out there and make mistakes. However, the sooner he the sooner he'll have an opportunity to learn. And I'm looking at this from a standpoint of 2023 when Derek Stingley Jr., Jalen Petrie, and Christian Harris, those three guys go through the rest of the 2022 campaign as a learning experience, then you're looking at a standpoint where the Houston Texans can really have a solid defense going into next season. And maybe that is something that the Houston Texans can use in hopes of getting back to that respectable competitive level. So I like I like it. Um, once again, I don't expect him to play too much. I mean, Lovey Lovey Smith did say possibly, um, but I'm using that as a standpoint of him saying yes, he's going to play, but he's going to be extremely limited. Got the second half of the season coming up on the other side of the break, and as I kind of hinted to, and I'll hit to in a little bit again, does Houston move on from any of these veterans on the roster at this time? Bet Online is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Got some good ball underway. Y'all see what I'm rocking? You can bet on them Rockets. Jalen Green, KPJ, Jabari Smith, whoever you want to bet on, you can do that at betonline.net. The best thing about it is you can find all of the latest player developments, the team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. Unlimited. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for your sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games, events, including MMA, MLB, boxing, and golf. BetOnline is simply where the game starts. Thanks for making the Locked On Texans your listen each and every day. Make sure you listen to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Make that your second listen. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. One thing it is, it's free. The other thing is, it's available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in, Locked On Texans listeners and viewers out there in the world. Before we talk about the Texans, can we talk about Houston, Texas? That weather, man. Hmm. That weather, man. Hey, listen, because we, we don't oh, get this good. a lot, Cody. You know, you know it. <laughs> and I walked outside one day, and it was a tune in my head. I'm gonna get real black, y'all. It was a tune in my head, and that <laughs> tune went. Mm, mm, and then there was a little small. <laughs> it was a little small voice that I heard, and it was in my mind. <laughs> No, stop. It's not Christmas time yet. It's Halloween. Hey, man. Then it's got, Thanksgiving. Then it's I need, Christmas. I need 37 more hours of this wedding. I mean, of this weather. And I'm going to put that Christmas tree up. 
That's a doggone shame. I'm just happy because that means my air conditioning ain't running that much. And if my air conditioning ain't running that much, that means my light bill ain't going to be that high. And that's right. I'm saying ain't because, boy. It's the small things that count. So, mm -hmm. you know, in the second segment, I, you know, posed the question whether or not Christian Harris and him getting them on uh, right now going up against the Raiders, will that be meaningful on whether or not you know, general manager Nick Casario and Lovey Smith get an opportunity to, you know, see what he can do out on the field and use that sample size play from Harris to determine whether or not Christian Kersey or Kamo Gougier Hill may be tradable pieces that Houston can get, you know, um, maybe Houston can get some picks back from. You also got to look at what's going on in New York with Elijah Moore. Houston got three sixth-round picks, one fifth-round pick. At the very least, my opinion is, why not? Still on the rookie deal and get it for cheap, and he's going to come to a situation where you're not working out right now on a team that's on, a, I think, a three-game win streak. So now you got to come out here to Houston and prove whether or not you can play in the NFL. But I think it'll work. Like, you give Davis Mills another weapon for this current season, and then you look at Elijah Moore, if he pans out, you have another weapon that you can use moving forward. And with some of the things that we've seen Pep Hamilton at least try to do, uh, that at times Davis Mills hasn't been able to connect on, a player like Elijah Moore could really help this offense, whether it's Davis Mills, whether it's the future mm -hmm. quarterback, Bryce Young, or whoever it may be. So, you know, the, the trade deadline is coming up in a couple of weeks. Does Houston stick with what they have and ride it out? You know, that's a question. That's a conversation we'll continue to have, but that's on my mind right now. Yeah, and that's going to be real interesting. First of all, let me just say this. Don't it feel good to approach the trade deadline and we not being bombarded with a whole bunch of Deshaun Watson trade rumors? I just well, wanted to throw that ticket. out there. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Oh, by the way, and thank God, another thing to be thankful for, Damian Pierce. With Damian Pierce being being on this team and killing it as a rookie, we're not sitting here arguing back and forth on whether or not they should trade for Christian McCaffrey because me and John had that argument about 10 times here on this show. Um, but, um, John, with the trade deadline coming up, man, I really do believe that there are several players that the Texans can move on from. And I don't know how you will feel about this, but I do believe, like, right now their best trade asset might be um, veteran defensive lineman Jerry Hughes. I mean, Oops. this is a guy who is currently leading this team in sacks. <laughs> and when you, when I take a look at um, teams that, you know, they might not be a lot for, for, for a playoff spot or they might not be a lot to be considered themselves for um, to become a championship contender, um, especially if they need help on the defensive side of the ball, on that defensive line. I do believe Jerry Hughes can really be a big asset for one of those contending teams. And if that's the case, then you're looking at a situation where Nick Casario could probably get a higher draft pick back in return for Hughes because what is Hughes, 34 years old? He's on a one, maybe two-year deal or whatever the case might be. Like, at the end of the day, John, you heard me say this before. I'm going to say it again. Every single move that I see Nick Casario do, I'm looking at this from a standpoint of not just how is this going to help them win, but more importantly, how is this going to benefit the Houston Texans rebuilding project? And I'm looking at this from a standpoint that is somebody where you can flip him for a fourth or a fifth round pick. I think that that would be a steal for the Houston Texans. And <laughs> yeah. with Nick Casario... I, I ain't no telling what you can do. 
Jerry, for Jerry, but I think I like that you're looking at Jerry because Jerry mm-hmm. can really maybe help some of these teams out defensively, like maybe a, you know Kansas City who wants to get mm-hmm. deep in that special position. Um, you know, and and it, that, that could possibly be it, man. I, I would love to see Jerry still, you know, down here in Houston. He's from the H, but oh yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, <clears throat> before we get out of here. It's not technically the second half of the season, but for Houston, they are going to run off 12 straight games coming off their bye, kicking it off with the Raiders. One thing that's different in the past to kick off this season moving forward, Houston, the Colts, the Broncos, the Bears, the the Jaguars, and the Chargers, (laughs) four out of those five teams that they played were struggling offenses. And it tells at the time of this where they played them. The Colts only 20 points. The Broncos, 16 points. The Bears, 23 points. And the Jaguars, six points. They did a very good job in terms of not allowing touchdowns to some struggling offenses that maybe still trying to find their way or figure out what they want to do. Now, moving forward, listen what I'm about to run off. The Raiders, the Titans, the Eagles, the Giants, hmm. the Commanders, the Dolphins, and I'm pretty sure that Tua will be back for that game, and I really hope he doesn't have or sustain any more head injuries. Then you mm-hmm. got the December 4th game, the mega game, the Browns, <laughs> who's currently 2-4, and four. the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Titans, the Jaguars, and the Coast. They end off the season with three straight AFC South games. This is where it's going to be very important for the likes of Davis Mills, for the veteran wide receiver Brandon Cooks, who had a um, a veteran rest day, right? We've liked what we've seen out of Nico. They're going to play some tough teams, and offensively, they're going to have to try to find ways to keep up, right? It's not going to be like when you're playing the Jaguars and they continuously give you the game, right? This won't be like the Bears game where they are struggling super bad on mm. offense. They got some offensive teams that got to play, man, and I'm very curious to see how Houston competes because one thing that they've been so far that we can't take away from them They've been competitive through the first five games of the year. Thank you guys for checking out today's episode of the Locked On Texan Podcast. Real fun show. Hmm. Really fun show, man. And to make sure you guys follow us on Twitter, at Locked On Texans. Take those same two thumbs. Go on to YouTube. Type in Locked On Texans. Take that thumb. Subscribe. Like. Share. Comment. Do all of that. And then follow me on Twitter at John underscore Hickman 12. And as always, I'm your host, Cody M. Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. Have a safe weekend. Yeah.